enough silliness. By the way, Sean, if you can't see, I'm playing this spooky, scary skeleton song. And it was showing the video, too. I was like, I think we've beat this horse enough, don't you? Welcome, everybody. As I lower this music. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, second Trimark live stream of this uh, it's actually fitting that we have National Cybersecurity Awareness Month in the in October because a lot of this stuff is horrifying. <laughs> so they actually couldn't have picked a, picked a better month for it. Uh, December wouldn't have fit. November, maybe. A lot of turkeys. A lot of turkeys in this industry. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to feed on, that's for sure. Because everything always broken. My name is Danny Akatsuki. I am Customer Success Manager here at Trimark Security. Sean's smiling awkwardly, going, eh, for now. <laughs> Sounds right to me. <laughs> and now let me close off these videos so they can stop playing music. And we are joined by Sean Metcalf, our fearless leader here at Trimark Security. Sean is CEO and founder of Trimark Security, along with Jake Hildreth, correct? Yes! You didn't I, do. I think your name is the tougher one, Danny. My name definitely yeah. is a tougher one. I don't. I don't envy literally anybody. Um, and uh, just testing that our yeah our chat works excellent. And the uh, the reason for this uh, whole stream that I came up with, and I said, hey, I would love to do a stream with Amanda, a semi professional one <laughs> that has something to do with the people who pay us money uh, every two weeks, one week, depending how often you get paid. Miss Amanda Berlin at InfoSister joined us from at Blumira Security. Hello, darling. Hey, hey, how's it going? Uh, happy now that you're here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be on the second one. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't make it for the first one. List. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a very exclusive guest list of me begging people to come on for the first one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I had reached out. I mean, Amanda and I are old friends and, and we started talking, uh, about doing like a co thing. So Amanda, before I get started with all of our spiel and telling our stories and stuff, tell us a little bit about what you do at, uh, at Blue Mirror. Oh gosh. All right. So at Blue Mirror, I am the lead incident detection engineer. So I run a team of people that, uh, it's like the cool, I think it's one of the coolest jobs ever. Uh, we get to play around in a lab. Mine's better. And, well, <laughs> I guess depends on who you are. You get to play around in a lab and detonate cool stuff and run cool commands and then look at logs and create detections. Um, you know, we have people from all different walks of uh, InfoSec doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's a whole lot of fun. Um and I do things like this, like I speak. I mean, I've been I've been speaking in infosec cons for a while, and I write, and I do a whole bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, I speak too, whether they want me to or not. Right. I mean, we actually know what we wanted to do at one point, and we haven't really pulled it off yet. You know how we do the old um, whose side? Uh, two out of three of you have competed in whose side? Wait, no, you've have you judged or you have you competed? I have never competed. I just. I, I'm very good at giving snide comments from the side. Right, that's why you're an excellent judge. <laughs> um, this is what we look for. Uh, 
Sean's competed. My own boss has competed. You were at my boss back then, but I you've competed. Yeah, I mean, competed. <laughs> just what did you do? Just once. I think it was twice. It, yeah. I think it was uh, DerbyCon. Uh, I remember I got some food. I got into the to the room, and I was like, yeah, just let me know whenever. And you're like, come on up. I'm like, <laughs> okay, sure, let's do this now. Why not? See, so many people say whenever, and then when I say, okay, now, they're like, well, no, I didn't mean that whenever. Yeah. And then I think DEFCON was the other one. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, my the Who Slide contest is we give people random slide decks and, and present. We, we had a, I had thought about, like, for people who didn't get accepted to DEF CON, um, which is the reason that like B-Sides was made, right? So people could go to B-Sides and present. I was just gonna post up in a hallway somewhere with like a projector and see how long it took the goons to stop me. And now that I am a goon, I could probably stretch right. that a little further. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, speaking regardless of if they invited me to or not. So we had thought about like, what are, what are, like, what are like some spooky, scary, scary skeletons? Cause as I said in my talk at Whopper Summit yesterday, there's never a time where everything is not broken. Um, and just like, what are like the, either, it doesn't have to be necessarily secure. Cause like, I know I started in uh, regular computers and like regular networking and I was kind of a sysadmin, but a really bad one. Uh, I worked for this company who had, um, who had uh, 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 sold multifunction copiers was their primary business. Like back when that was like, you could network them, but like the, the server software had to be done by admin. So that was fun. Uh, of which we all thought I'm sure was, every, I'm sure every printer also used the domain admin creds, which like, we all thought was yeah. fine. We thought that was perfectly <laughs> fine to do that. And like the agents had to be on everything. They also had admin, you know, all that stuff. Cause they had to write to the drive and things like that. And, uh, but we also did, um, we had like a not a very good IT service. One of my first jobs, and so my my biggest story was, or like back then was uh, I was at this one company. It was a probably, it was a small they're like small medium businesses, and but they were very busy. They processed a lot of like orders, and things like that, like retail orders. And I went in to go like check on their stuff, make sure everything's running right. And I noticed they were running um, Microsoft uh, Server Server two thousand, and it was on Service Pack two. And I said, well, there's, they're already up to a service pack four. I'll just go ahead and fix this, fix this. And I, I went to windows update, <laughs> okay, as one does, go to windows update. And that thing didn't come back online for at least four weeks, I think. Uh, Cause they didn't trust me to do it. Obviously they shouldn't have. And the, the, this office was like two hours away from our main office that can get anybody out there. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I was not long for that role. Um, my manager thought he was like, I'm gonna call you Crash from now on. And I was like, I'm gonna quit. Uh, <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but being as like we all, like all three of us at least, and Thomas is supposed to be here, um, deal with a lot of customer environments. Like we're always like all of us, like between us doing assessments, Amanda, you, you're probably very customer facing, yeah? Not anymore. No? Danny doesn't patch things. <laughs> <laughs> Patching is for the week. <laughs> Patch Wednesday is my. I'm gonna sleep 20 hours today because I don't need that crap. Um, no, I don't. I don't do uh, cu really customer facing stuff much anymore because we have an entire CX team. Yeah, but I, I've. Uh, so do we. It's Danny. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is away it. From, away from the customers, uh, unless like they want to know in depth how our detections work. 
and then like I'll talk to them about like our testing processes and how it's like how the queries are and blah blah blah. Um, but I do have pr stories from previous jobs. I have one. That, Fine, give uh, us your scariest. Yeah, probably, probably my scariest. Um, and it was actually kind of included in the first talk. One of the first talks I ever did. I was in this thing called DefCon Comedy Inception, where it was a panel of people that was supposed to speak on like fails in infosec and if anybody knows this uh he got to go first and we were supposed to have two hours they ended up shortening it to an hour and a half and um he went first and took up 45 minutes <laughs> out of you know there was like six people that had to talk i went last so i had like a negative seven minutes to give 25 minutes of content <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's on the internet if you find it, but it's very drunk me rambling very quickly as I try and run away from the goons that are trying to chase me off stage. <laughs> um, but this is one of that in in that kind of. So I used to work at a hospital uh, a long time ago as like I did I did help desk stuff first and then did like sysadmin net admin stuff. And there at one point was one dude like he was the kind of guy that knows everything all right like no one wants to fire him because they know if they fire him everything's gonna break he took like an mcse boot camp class once i think and then like the network was a disaster so we had a public facing like hospital website right that you go to to find information on that well that that server that public facing web server uh the database backend to it was on a domain controller all right so no dmz Naturally. at all right no dmz yeah as so, one does yeah the the sql database backend on a domain controller that domain controller also provided dhcp to our public wi-fi that had no passwords on it um and what else yeah, I think I think that was that was pretty much it. So you could basically just do a loop right from the inside of the network uh, back outside and back in because there was there was nothing, right? Was, I mean, it's just convenient, really. Web server, internet, other internet. Uh, it was it was horrible trying to fix that too, right? So like you have we had people calling up the help desk after we had fixed that public Wi-Fi and being like, hey, like my internet's broken. Like, oh well, what room are you in? No, no, no. Like, I'm three houses down from the hospital. <laughs> like, I've been using your internet for years. So why can I not connect anymore? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. We are not your ISV. <laughs> <sighs> it was several years of stories like that. I think that was one of my favorite. Welcome, Thomas, at Wandering Hacker on Twitter. There you are. You're, you're muted, my friend. Course. No, no, no. Okay, now you're good. <laughs> Everything's happening. I didn't see the link. Then I tried to join. I'm like, oh, I'll join during Twitch, but I had to create a new Twitch account. These these technologies these days. What a what a horrifying turn of events. Spooky October. Hey investigator chick, she has joined the chat. I love when she's in here. Um so yeah. Um, so so now so we have we have uh, a house in a neighborhood just sharing uh, internet, 
Um, I mean, luckily the client didn't like know enough to do anything or whatever. Uh, I crashed a server. Um, just one of many embarrassing things that I did. Uh, on a personal level, the, a, a professional skeleton that I had was when I used to. I worked uh, at Mandy at my first time, and I guess I I didn't know how to write reports. I didn't know it at the time, and they they're very stringent with their reports. And I think my first one had forty seven revisions, and at the at the very end, like and so now I'm actually taking out that rage uh, by editing content here at Trimark. Uh, <laughs> Well, the first thing I said, right? So Sean's like, "Yeah, welcome you aboard." Write report. <laughs> <laughs> I love the notes Sean's taking. Uh, we actually had we were supposed to have my like review with Sean. Sean's my boss, and he was like, "You know what? We're just going to do it live on stream." Um, and he's going to bring his notes up later. But forty-seven revisions, and at the very end, I'm like, I, "You know what? No, I agree. I shouldn't be in this business either." You're right. I'll just I'll show myself out. Uh, I'm I'm sorry about that. Uh, let's go to Jake. Jake, any uh, security networking t- or just tech horror stories, even like personal stuff? You set up your home network and like, oh no, everything's broken. Well, I won't mention because it's a customer, but a while ago, anonymous logon with full control at domain root. I we can't beat that one. Like basically, anybody could sit down and own the domain in one step. Yeah. And when you brought that up, yeah, I assume you brought it up to them. I assume they you mentioned about, it. They talked about some typos in the report. Just, just went right past that other stuff. But, but like, surely you had grammar to go back. Is important. Grammar, grammar is important. Yes, grammar is important. Damn you, Oxford commas. <laughs> but, but other than that, they, uh, so yeah. what? They just didn't acknowledge it. Like, no, no acknowledgement. Like, like, kind of how I handle cat throw up, and I just put, I cover something over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put it's a little, there. a little, that, a little thing over top, and you're good. That reminds and, me, I heard my cat puking earlier, and I completely forgot to go find it. <laughs> well, me, I'll cover it, and then Very I'll wait. Distinctive sound. Cats like, sound oh. awesome. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> or I'll wait for one of my dogs to go find it, and be like, the problem oh, will take gross. care of itself. Oh, I have another good one too. Um, so there was one night where I came in or I came into work seven o'clock at my last job, um, and noticed that someone had sent a phishing email to every single user in our, our environment, fairly the obvious fish, you know, whatever. Okay. Jump in to take care, you know, remove this from everybody's mailbox before the actual workday kicks off. And uh, I somehow added a little, I don't know what I did on my filter <laughs> to select and ended up deleting every mail out of every mailbox in order of newest employee to oldest employee. I, Thankfully, I don't, please tell me I don't see the problem here. <laughs> right. Thankfully, I was that day, right? Exactly. The, the, <laughs> Thankfully, listen, able... the whole topic here wasn't security wins. Like, we were talking about bad things. That's true. Six day very weekend. Secure, very secure after. Pay attention, Jake. Jesus. But I, I, I did catch it before it, it had gotten, I think, 30 or 40 of the newest users. They all had, like, you know, one or two months of email. It wasn't a huge deal. And I was able to go to backup and only last about lost about four hours. So it was not a huge deal, but... The funny thing is, later that day, 
got a call from our uh, municipal administrator saying, hey, the local news channel here wants to talk to you. <laughs> TV 13, Amanda. <laughs> they they want to talk to you about um, the hack that we had. And I was like, say what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and I had to gen very gently explain to her, there was no hack. There was just me putting a wild card on something that did not need a wild card. So, fake news. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get all my news from ESPN the Ocho. So, <laughs> perfect. But yeah, that was that was the scariest that I got that call at you know like ten o'clock at night from from the big boss and uh, was that was a horror for me personally. I don't know. I, I just made something up. Like it was state sponsored. It, <laughs> you're right. It must have been 4chan. I need more money for a security budget. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like we are yeah. being targeted. Could have pivoted that real well. I use my own money and bought this tinfoil here. Throw this on your head. <laughs> Hum softly to yourself. Hear some noise canceling headphones. Uh, okay. Sean, you've had to have seen some like truly horrific things in your time. Sean, by the way. Absolutely. Sean, Sean, uh, Sean Metcalf, uh, author of uh, ADsecurity.org and CEO of Trimark and all around. Worst active and relative, director you've ever heard, ever seen. And, and relative newcomer. To relative newcomer. So let's take it easy on them. We've all been noobs at one point or another. <laughs> that's what That's what happens when you give me creds to the Trimark Twitter. I, I, I'm an eternal learner like everyone else. So it's it's all about learning things. Um, the worst active directory environment that I've seen. Um, there's been a lot. Uh, so I I end up getting pulled into these Twitter threads where people say Active Directory that can't be secured, right? And I'm like, well, it can. Uh, I think one of the one of the things I usually say is that Active Directory is the best product Microsoft has ever made because it's one of those things you kind of can set and forget as long as you have enough domain controllers, and it just works. Um, I worked at one environment, and the person who had taken over Active Directory uh, as the key stakeholder said, so you know, for this. 70,000 user environment that's distributed globally, um, we need, what, one person half time to manage Active Directory? And I said, well, you've got 12 people that manages Exchange. You probably should have about half that for Active Directory. And here's why. Like, it's not just Active Directory. It's identity. It's the directory system itself. But it's also the people that manage Active Directory tend to handle all the Microsoft questions for the IT group. So it's also group policy, it's endpoint management, it's answering the questions that leadership wants to get get immediately, like how many admins do we have? Well, no one seems to know that. Ask the Active Directory person, they'll figure that out. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's interesting with Active Directory because it is so customizable, and then you end up in a situation where we have seen most of the same things across our customer environments, but there's always something new. There's always a new and interesting wrinkle. Um, one of the things that I, I, we found uh, in the past in a customer environment looked like what I was pretty certain was persistence. Uh, so we get to see a lot of different things. And since we're primarily folks that have come from operations, it's easy to ask the team and kind of poll uh, the, the, the folks that are on our, our subject matter expert review call, uh, panel calls. Hey, would anyone here actually configure this to be like this? And if everyone's like, no, I would never do that, even accidentally. Um, yeah, there's no reason for someone to accidentally or even on purpose configure uh, Windows 2000 pre uh, the pre-authentication group uh, or the pre-Windows 2000 uh, group uh, to have uh, full control at at the domain level. 
Like that's not something that should be done. Or uh, something that was similar uh, was a similar group that was a built-in or default group that is really not used for anything. Uh, that it, just like that, that group had everyone added to it, anonymous to it, and had specific attributes that would enable both DC Sync and DC Shadow. Uh, so that's something that's very specific and would never really be c customized or set by an admin that's employed by the organization. I, I call that the accidental administration or or external outsourcing uh, that that was not planned, unplanned external ABT outsourcing. manages my AD. It, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but, my 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 Active Directory is is managed by the cloud. But we haven't been there. Have been actual stories about um, like like mul if multiple teams get in and they actually take care of it better than the admins did because they want to keep other teams out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely instances where multiple attackers are on the same network, are not always aware of each other, and start uh, healing the the <laughs> issues that are in the environment to try to keep the others out and then set their own persistence. So you end up in this weird kind of mag, Mad Max environment of like parasites that are that are trying to both maintain their own. It's it's like a CC or a CCDC, you know, kind of competition among the attackers where they're trying to both defend and uh, kick out the other ones as they find them. Um, but I mean, I the, the thing that concerns me probably the most are, are those environments that, that just haven't done the things that are the low-hanging fruit. I mean, we published a PowerShell script uh, and an associated article in 2020 about here's a bunch of things you can do today. Uh, we did a webcast in July about here are the things you can do now to improve your Active Directory security. And even with that information, I mean, obviously, we're, we're Trimark. We're not like... Uh, Deloitte or, um, you know, EY and some of the other big ones and Microsoft. Like, um, so we don't have the reach of those companies, but at the same time, we've been publishing information about how to get these things cleaned up, uh, identifying which accounts could be Kerberosable. Uh, we've seen some horrible things around, you know, default administrator account for the domain in Active Directory that has a password that is as old as Active Directory itself. So it's a 15-year-old password. It's never been touched. But the customer is doing a whole bunch of other things, which we don't normally see, like the password policy is 14 characters. Okay, that's great. But like this one thing <laughs> needs to be done. That That's pretty spooky and, and scary. Um, but yeah, I've got some attacker, interesting attacker stories as well. You know, I actually I just... I imagine too, if you're an attacker and you're in there and everything's just so difficult so because it's so poorly managed or whatever, you're going to want to clean that up so it's easier for you to manage too. <laughs> And actually, I, I I just had a thought about how to settle arguments with my wife. I'll just bring in my ex girlfriend to hang out with us for a little bit, and maybe they could fight it out. Oh, it things... works. <laughs> yeah. What could go we'll wrong? see who's the better attacker, and maybe that fixes some things. <laughs> I, see, I see no downsides to this plan. Thank you. All right, I'm going to execute that. Uh, now streaming on Twitch. <laughs> I'm going to stream it live on my phone. Uh, <laughs> and apparently, uh, I'm having my own horror stories because I keep misspelling people's names. Where did I miss the I in your name, Amanda? I you even said it to me. He, you're like, hey, is it spelled this way? I'm like, yeah. Oh, so you didn't do I. like the leet thing. All right, whatever. So so I added an extra one to Thomas's name and one here. We'll just fix it. We're going we're to do a live. I'm going to fix it live right now. People actually yeah, see it happen. Right, let me just delete this thing. Let's see. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, thank you. Thomas, your turn. Tell us, a, tell us a spooky security story. Um, He's like, I didn't know you made me talk. I would have stayed in chat. <laughs> Two zero days drop on a website. 
for a particular company, um, harvested credentials from a bunch of uh, local schools and businesses for people in the area, uh, got access, created an admin account. That admin account was roaming all over, moved a bunch of data to the exchange server, RARD that ride it up and shift it out the door you get a call from a three-letter agency saying hey by the way <laughs> something's leaving your network yeah okay but, well okay but what is it uh we can't tell you that all right bye oh no i mean the fortunate part we did find it but it, it's weird you have certain technology like here's where some of the, the nightmare becomes even more real it's like something's happened in your environment but then you go to look at the mitigations the things that you thought you had in place to at least provide you insight and then next thing you know you're struggling to even get that stuff up and running i mean depending on depending on the um the attacker right depending on 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 the acting group i mean they'll target those too so if you have storage arrays that are that are that are keeping all your logs like before rsa envision was a interesting clunky machine but it was log aggregation it was something we had well weird that envision goes down we don't have logs all right we just happen to have one thing that is a, a tap into it was it was another system called net witness at the time so all packed like full packet capture and we were already decrypting the traffic so fortunately we had had some information but other than that it was it they just did what they wanted to I uh, um, so somebody in the chat, oh, uh, in investigator chick spooky when you when you share and it's and this is the this is the thing about creating things right and content and we put a lot of work into these a lot of places do you know Black Hills us trusted sec all this content uh, uh, chick says when you share those awesome trimark tips with your AD team and all I say is uh huh that's nice I we'll 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 read it later and then that's the thing that gets broken. Uh, and be like, well, I, I handed you this paper. Um, That's why I keep all my emails. <laughs> per my last email. So many times. So many times. As and for those who are wondering what, what tips you should be implementing uh, that's watching the stream or watching the recording later, um, Jim on our team published a 29-page white paper on how to quickly improve Active Directory security by doing 10-plus things that you can do this week. Like you can literally walk through that document and get all those things done and dramatically improve the security of your Active Directory environment. He's such a show-off. It's supposed to be 10 things. He was supposed to... 10-plus. He's supposed to transcribe a webcast, and he's like, uh, you know what? No, here's, what, 38, 40 pages of stuff, uh, which is awesome. It's a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, it's great, but I got to read that stuff, and, you know. Let's be real. It's like, hey, here's a blog. I'm like, no. That's no. Not a blog. <laughs> this isn't a blog. We're, we're going to make it a art. downloadable uh, document on our website, but we're not going to require registration because we don't business like that. Right. We don't business like that. What's up? And... And plus, like, we can only handle so many fake registrations. <laughs> and all those go to Danny, and he's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, this is weird. I'm getting a 100% bounce back rate when I email these people. I don't understand what's going on. Anybody else use 1234 at test.com? Yeah. <laughs> or like, and That's I. your go to as well. And I've got a lot of fake names that I put in, in things, but I realize I can't say any of them on this podcast. Um, or wise. yeah or like the one time oh i don't have the badge uh, every time i go to black hat when they say register i just put one of those like fake names that i would put in a 
in a thing and wonder who notices. And only one vendor person has ever noticed. They went to scan my badge and they're like, I don't think uh, euphemism for X part is really your real name. And I was like, no, of course it is. You know, my mom, you know little Bobby tables. Yeah. Drop, drop Bobby tables. Um, uh, I want this in Twitter thread form, please. <laughs> you wait, you want us to take a 40 page thing and do like the whole like thread on roll thing. Um, I don't have a team big enough for that. And by that, I mean, it's me posting these things and I don't want to do that. Um, I have my own Twitter threads that I write, but those are usually ad hoc. Um, but Danny, think about the eye views that you get through that, the Twitter <laughs> engagement. All right. Boss wants metrics. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> totally. I just um, want people to read the document and implement this stuff. Right? <laughs> What's like the most horrifying thing? So I know that. So I, I don't know about the expertise on, on, on this team. I'm sure all of you have been in this position of having to be on the internal team. Like you're not the consultant. You're not the vendor coming in. You're not these people giving the reports. You're on the internal team and you get these horrifying asks from your leadership. Like, the one that I still maintain that I did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, I swear, Your Honor, I thought it was legal at the time. Um, was I was put in charge, and this kind of falls into your into your bucket, Amanda, of configuring a sim. I won't name the sim. It was god awful. Um, and but I won't. I won't call him out. We've, we've, <clears> had, <throat> a, we've had a similar experience with this. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, and I was still relatively, I was maybe like in my first year or two of security, but I was learning, like I figured it out and I'd already worked with a lot of Sims and they said, Hey, we're standing up. We've stood up the Sim. We haven't turned on any of the rules yet. Uh, so we want you to lead the project to turn them on. Well, really what that meant was just turn everything on. It must've been. 700, 800 stock rules or whatever, which I guess that was a selling point. I don't know. But maybe if you don't process credit card data, you don't need the rules turned on. And, and so I went very thoughtfully and like, and but I didn't know this. So I was like, yeah, okay, boss, you got it. I'm going to have a team. We're going to roll out like, like, you know, a, a group of them every like two weeks. And we're going to have a, a meeting and talk about it. Like, did this mess anything up? And we're going to do this very thoughtfully. And two weeks later, he goes, why aren't they all on yet? I was like, so you just want me to hit the big on switch for all of them and let and let let the gods take the wheel? Like, is that what you want for me? Button. Yeah, easy button. And uh, that actually got me fired from that place because they said I wasn't moving fast enough. And I don't regret that for a second. Plus, they kept paying me for three months. So, uh, but that was like, even I knew back when I knew nothing, like my first analyst gig, when people would do an investigation, uh, copy and pasting a whole... Uh, 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 scan output, a whole Nmap scan output does not Intel make. Like, what am I supposed to read in? Like, oh, good, it has 80 open. It's, yeah, it's a web server. But, like, just no nuance, none of that, and they expected you to do something with that. Um, that's why I don't like Sims, <laughs> I don't like Sims or, or the people that have purchasing authority. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to ask Amanda a question. Um, Amanda, what's something that you wish that companies would do that they typically miss when it comes to preparing for uh, being successful in, in resolving a breach or an incident? Like what is like the one thing that you'd love to see across the board? Installing Sysmon. 
hands down. Like, and here's this resource we've been giving you for a oh while. Can you gosh. please just use it? Yeah, like we that's that's a part of our onboarding now for any new customer. Like our our script, it installs Sysmon and NXLog, and then uh, eventually we're gonna have like this cloud shipping thing that ships direct, logs directly to the cloud. But it's just like this one package thing that sets up the logs, configures all the event channels, and turns on Sysmon. And just the amount of insight you get and like additional logs and like DNS logging. Oh my gosh, like trying to configure regular Windows DNS logging without Sysmon is not worth it in any any universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just Sysmon is amazing. Do you have a recommended Sysmon configuration guide or, or steps that someone should do other than just uh, install it? Yeah, so um, we have like we used to use the uh, Switch on Security Sysmon config, mm -hmm. but it's not been really updated uh, super often because I mean they have you know a million other things to do. Um, there's one called Sysmon Modular that's pretty good uh, that I like that you can kind of break it out into um, you know what's most important to you. You don't have to turn on everything all in one fell swoop. Um, that I and it ties back to the miter and whole bunch of other stuff. So yeah, I, we like we usually recommend that one. Excellent. And I actually put that in the chat because I'm the only one allowed to post links because I don't trust any of you. Aww. What about QR codes? Right? You can try. I have a pretty lot. You know what? No, don't try. In binary. The second I, I say, binary. the second I say, go ahead and try to do something, we all know what's going to happen. I'm going to be proven wrong that I did not. Uh, I, didn't, I did not lock it down enough because hackers don't like to. Tyler's, Tyler's going right to start. Here. Tyler's going to start popping stuff in the chat now. Yeah, where is Tyler? I don't trust Tyler at all. He's, he's there. He's, oh, is he? Right oh, there. hi, Tyler. I'm like, I don't trust that Tyler guy at all. Where is he? Oh, there. Uh, you should trust me. Come on. Um, yeah, it's all or just like awful. I'm here, Danny. I'm always here. <laughs> um. Tyler's got a good setup for his AV. Tyler always looks very good. I end up looking like a gargoyle every... I'm, I'm an oily gargoyle today is what this is. This isn't even my Halloween costume yet. I clearly am not involved in media. Right. <laughs> and yet you have you you have a radio voice, which we should actually use for some Trimark spots. Uh, agreed. Uh, we've actually yeah. got some great voices within Trimark. I don't know how that happened. It wasn't part of the hiring criteria. asked me if I did a podcast the other day. It was really... Quite Sul funny. Sultry tones of. We should get. <laughs> we should get Thomas to be the voice when people call Trimark, like the main voice. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> or we could have, or we could have Thomas do an audiobook version of the twenty-nine page white paper that that <gasps> yes. Jen posted. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Step one. God, that. <laughs> <laughs> Reading code is going to be super Here, listen fun. to this dissertation that I. Can you do this my is... audio book? <laughs> And by I'll, the way, do it. All right, yes. I'll, I'll do it. And I, I, was, I was just reminded of, not necessarily a horror story, but I thought it was funny, uh, when I first started here and somebody tried to masquerade and trick me and they said they were Tyler, and not Tyler saying it actually was him, of sending me, actually because Jake was on this too, uh, when I got that message, my second day at Trimark texted, uh, Danny, it's Tyler, what are you doing at 7 o'clock at night? And uh, nothing, man, what's up? He goes, I, I need you to go get me some Razor gift cards for this meeting. Uh, you can get them at Best Buy or Walmart. And, uh, 
I wasn't totally sure because, like, you could spoof, like, numbers and stuff. I was like, Jake, is this real? He's like, I don't know, probably not. So I started talking to that guy, telling him, like, oh, you know, this is this is Danny's wife. How Jake played my wife oh, for a minute. I said, oh, no, our, our kid was just puking all over the place. How could, oh, I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow. Oh, no, you can't wait until tomorrow. This needs to be done now. I'm like, yes. Tyler, you seem a lot more aggressive today than usual. <laughs> went on. He hadn't had his caffeine yet. Um, or, like, and, and then, like, didn't your wife get mad because you were playing my wife? <laughs> Which is a super <laughs> weird situation to be in. I'm, yeah, to explain this, like this guy just started, and I'm, I'm asking that his therapy. wife. Yeah, but Jake said I found my work wife. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, no, not that one. And somehow I'm Danny's work wife. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and and then they gave up, or like the the one time where uh, I almost did get tricked, because uh, scammers, you know, scammers are it's kind of a, a, a scam for pe- for the uninitiated. Scammers are scammy. Yeah, they, it's amazing how many times people will fall for these things. And I had one that had, they first they hit it like twofold. They were calling me and calling me, and they were spoofing the number for my bank because I had my num- my bank's number in my phone, so they were spoofing it. And then they would text me and say, you know, a uh, $500 charge is about to be approved or whatever. And so finally, like, I guess I was just bored that night. I answered the phone when they call, and clearly, like, it was like the dude's first day. <laughs> like, he didn't get his spiel down. And I said, listen, man. Just consider that you've called the wrong person <laughs> that and you're not a you're not doing very good at it. B, like I've seen this before. And finally, I, I was like, I had some choice words and I laughed at him. And the funniest part to me is after I like called him whatever and I hung up on him, that 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 number that was texting me suddenly went from very professional, my bank number to being like, F you, I'm going to buy dinner on your car tonight. And I was like, you know, because you need to be calling me if you could already do that. Um, <laughs> he must have been having a hard day. Like, I'll buy you some Chick-fil-A, bro. <laughs> like, if you're having that hard of a day, I'll door dash you. Just give me your address. <laughs> I'll send you a gift card, a Razor gift card. I'll send you a Razor gift card. No, I should have did that. Jake, we, we, we should have been like, hey, send me the address where you're at, and I'll, and I'll make sure that we get them to you. And then we just show up and be like, what's up, man? And, and then send tracking information. Yeah, I send tracking information. My, fa- my favorite are those um, are those uh, those videos. Uh, you see my TikTok and YouTube yourself, the dudes that actually, like, set up a full stream to mess with the scammers. And then one time, like, he pinpointed, he got into their camera, or, like, he saw their cameras, oh, or he yeah. saw their office and was like, you know, you should really put a... Sh-. He, the guy was wearing, like, a tank top. He's like, you should dress more professionally in your office. And uh, then, like, robbed them for thousands of dollars. Wow. I'm honestly surprised it's not just, like, farms of people and, and you know, cubicles. It is. Well, well, well the I mean, one was. Yeah. Yeah, some. yeah, the one was, like, they were just all, like, jammed into this little office space. Uh, so, yeah, m- messing with scammers is fun as long as you don't, like, fall victim to them. And, yeah, a lot of people still do. Like, my parents almost did, too. And I was like, did you send the money yet? And it was the thing. They said they called up as me. And said that I was in jail, which, lucky for them, is a totally believable premise. And so my parents didn't think anything of it. They're like, well, Danny does make good money now, but like, it is feasible that he could be needing this. And I don't know. I've never had like an accent from the Punjab, so I like maybe that was a trigger. You would know that it wasn't me. Uh, they they it it didn't have <laughs> the usual Jersey tint to it, but okay. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Infosys, this is God. Watch your OS. 
Um, I, I've got a good, bad story of, yeah? uh, related. Um, so in 2015, I was uh, preparing to speak at Black Hat for the first time. And uh, of course, the first thing I did was upgrade it to Windows 10, which is just released a week before that. Um, so I did that. Um, and it, it worked out fine because Microsoft OSs work great. So it, there was no problem with me being on stage running Windows 10 for my for my presentation. Um, however, just prior to me speaking at Black Hat for the first time ever, um, my mom called me in a panic saying that your dad did something with the computer. I need your help. And I'm like, okay. So he was having a printer problem. And so he went to the Googles and typed in HP printer support and then called the first number, which was not HP printer support. <laughs> no. Yes. And so he then ended up um, not only giving them credit card information, but giving them access to his computer, which, of course, has their financial information and everything else on it. And thankfully, they only wanted to just... Um, get $200 or $300 or whatever they were charging for this support. Um, but I ended up saying, okay, pull every cord out of the computer and leave it there. Do not touch it. Uh, I was one of those big desktops. And then I went by and picked it up, got the hard drive, gave the hard drive to a person uh, that, that I knew that did forensics. And he went through and looked at the hard drive. And yeah, the only thing they did was they dropped re some remote admin software on there, uh, some remote connection software. Didn't do anything else, apparently. Just had that on there. And I guess was trying to show him that, you know, there was something going on with the computer, like opening up the event viewer and showing all the red and showing how bad that was. So it could have been a lot worse. Um, but yeah, just just as a general rule, let, let, your, let your family members know that they should never... Uh, they should always trust but verify, uh, you know, who they're calling and making sure that this is the right number. And don't let people just have access to your computer because they can do lots of bad things. Yeah. Yeah, my at parents. got my dad. Oh, sorry. About no, that. after you, sir. Oh, well, at least got my dad to get, get over the, like, he'll get scammer calls or people will. So my thing is to just get him to enjoy it more. It's like, I mean, what do you got to do? Just, just have a good conversation with them. The longer you hold them online, the worse it's going to be for them. And so, to me, I find enjoyment out of it. So, the longest my record is forty minutes. Okay, on a wow. call, I feel like that's pretty good. No, getting cursed out. Yeah, really? Forty minutes. Yeah, I was driving into Tacoma, Washington. So I was about, I was south of Olympia, driving on I five, and this person called, and I just acted. Like if I was doing the things that they wanted me to do, and it's like, oh, can you hit the Windows button? I'm like, there's no key on my keyboard that says windows i don't know what you're talking about i i mean i see the shift i see the control but there's no windows button and i had this person stuck on that for a while and True eventually story. i was like oh the thing that looks like the window the logo like when okay i got you yeah all right i pressed that i'm driving the whole time <laughs> even better and then they're like, yeah, okay, you want to hit command? You want to enter in this data? Oh, nothing's popping up, man. Nothing's popping up. Well, something had to have popped up. And I was like, oh. And then there were some explicit exchanges because I had to go at that point. Yeah, uh, sure. And then, yeah, hung up. <laughs> it's, it's fun to have fun. Uh, speaking of which, we've already almost been an hour at this. We've been having all of our fun. Yeah, I, yeah we're almost done. We got. I got to go. Uh, my wife had the brilliant idea. <laughs> She's like, do you want to go do, we have a, do you guys have like the uh, trunk or treat things where you are? Like they have that whole thing. And what uh, trunk, what, don't breeze by that. What is this? Oh, you don't trunk know what trunk or treat, or treat is? It trunk is. Out of the back of people's trunks. Yeah, it's like the neutered version of trick or treat. I used to kind of rage against that. Oh, <laughs> what? 
Wait, so does everybody just gather in a parking lot? So yeah. Kids? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they do. And think of it like tailgating, just with no children and candy. Yeah. Let, no, no beer. No beer. Or but maybe a little beer. On the upside. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> right? Cover it with Sean, a paper baggie. Trunk or treat should be tailgating with some candy. Candy for the kids, barbecue for the adults, yeah. yes. adult beverages for those who enjoy yes. that. Except now I'm about to overdo it because she's like, oh, you know, oh, my wife has the brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. We should we should take take one of our large. I don't have any small TVs in my house. Take a large TV and play a Halloween movie. So now I got to go get a power inverter <laughs> for my truck because I don't have one. Plug in the TV, dress it. I was trying to get away this year with not taking any of my Halloween decorations down and just kind of like roll and see who noticed. And now I got to go do that. Uh, but. Uh, thank you, Amanda. Amanda, you want to plug uh, websites or whatever for, for Blue Mirror? Yeah, sure. So it's uh, bluemira.com, B-L-U-M-I-R-A.com. Uh, if you have any questions about, like, logging or sim-related stuff, um, we do a sim that our, our shtick is it is easy and fast to set up because we're the ones doing all the tuning on the back end and testing and creating all the detections. So speaking of Sysmon, we have, like, we're doing a review of all of them now. We have over 200 Windows and Active Directory related detections. Not all of them are like super high fidelity. We do this thing where like some of them are default disabled. So it's like depends on the environment if you want to turn them on or not. Um, like, you know, some people don't use PowerShell uh, at all and they want to know if a random unsigned thing is like downloading from the internet. But then some people do that all the time. So uh, it just depends on the person. <coughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, just, you know, hit me up uh, at my Twitter or if you want to talk to a salesperson, feel free. Uh, or if not, we have a free edition. Uh, if you just have Office 365, you can set up your API to Office 365 for free. And there's a bunch of stuff that comes with that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had a, I had a thro throat cough. I'm sure your salespeople are very lovely. No, our salespeople are fantastic. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to do it because I am not a salesperson. Um, that's why I was when I, I, I spoke at RSA for the first time I ever went also for the first time this year. And I was just so worried yeah. I was going to have to give these like sales pitches and stuff. Uh, and I didn't surprisingly. It was actually really fun. Um, Only at Tiki Bars. Tiki bar. The tiki bars you remember are fun. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Cool. And those, at, those are my plugs, yeah. And as always, follow Amanda Berlin at InfoSister, now spelled correctly, the right I. above her yeah. name with the I. Uh, Thomas, thank you, at Wandering Hacker. Jake Hildreth, I finally uh, tagged the right dot dot person on. Uh, he has somebody who's like remarkably close to him that I said was going to be on our stream last time. And that dude's like, I don't. I don't work for you. And I'm like, well, you can join. Like I, I, it's, it's his fault for having that one so close to Jake's. And of course our CEO founder, um, just lovely all around human, Mr. Sean Metcalf at pyrotech three on Twitter. And as always visit trimarksecurity.com uh, for all of your professional services, active directory assessment needs. We got a purple teaming one that we do. We have one for Azure AD, uh, virtualization stuff. We are also going to have a forthcoming blog about the new uh, bad vibes, not exploit per se, but like more like misconfiguration, right? It's not like an exploit because like you have to be 
No, I don't know. It's not an exploit. We have a thing. You have to have admin rights in order yeah. to use it. It's kind of like if you have admin rights in AD and you can modify group policy. Uh, it's it's similar to that, but it's one of those very interesting, like kind of novel attack methods because you can deploy this VIB package to all your ESX servers and kind of own them that way. Yeah. So we actually have some code that we developed here at Trimark. It's on our Twitter, and we're going to be uh, releasing a blog uh, next week on it. And yeah, so TrimarkSecurity.com and at TrimarkSecurity. On Twitter, thank you, everybody, for joining. This is always a lot of fun, and we're going to try to do another one next week to close out National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Please rotate your passwords. Uh, use a password manager uh, for the love of God. Like, use something longer than, you know, fall of 2022. Uh, my name is Dan Kowski. Thank you for joining, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>